Listening Dog Media. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Today, to give us his opinion on VAR decisions during the tournament, I'm joined by referee Mark Halsey. Seaman says, in conversation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, there he is. Ah, there we are. <laughs> okay. No. How are you? You all right, mate? Yeah, good, good stuff. Good, good, good. How's retirement? Oh, it's uh, not too bad. Still, still being kept busy, yeah. <laughs> went right off you when you left my beloved QPR went to Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> you were one of them were you Seaman yeah. out Judas and all that sort of stuff <laughs> nah never not me nah. <laughs> I just got my own back on you when I refereed you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the reason I wonder what it was <laughs> that's why I give you nothing <laughs> oh dear I always, I always remember giving a penalty at, um, at Ivory when you played Tottenham and uh, my yeah. brother was a season ticket holder at Arsenal and he got into a fight in the clock in because I give a penalty against no the yeah. big Arsenal fan. <laughs> he said, what did you do that for, bruv? You got me into a right lot of trouble fighting with oh, me mates. No. <laughs> 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 what, what, so what, is, what was he doing? Was he trying to like stick up for you? Saying, oh yeah, yeah it was stick, a penalty. Yeah, he sticked up for me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a manager now. He manages where football clubs, so... Uh, 
Oh, well, yeah, oh. I know where. I know where that is. Yeah, <laughs> well, my, brother, my brother's manager of that football club, so... Cool. No. Runs in the family. Oh, mate. Well, we've got you on, mate, and I've got a few questions that I want to ask you. I want to ask you about the diving offside, but first of all, how? what have you made of the, the VAR decisions? Um, to be fair, I think it's been, I think it's been very good. Um, in, in the Euros, uh, obviously Roberto Rossetti, his leadership and his direction has been absolutely wonderful with, with, with the referees. I think they've got the freedom to go out and referee. They've got the freedom to go and manage the, the, the games, manage the game, manage the players, manage the event. And, you know, they've, they've allowed physical challenges, which has allowed the game to flow. They've yeah. allowed it to breathe, you know, with, 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 with their experience. So I, I think, you know, we've, I think we had one weekend, I think it was the um, Italy game, um, that weekend where we had the VAR was taking a little bit longer than it, than it has done. But whether they had technical faults that day, that may have been the reason. But I think on the whole, you know, we've seen we've seen tight offside goals that have been given that we hadn't seen in the Premier League where they were disallowing goals week in, week out for marginal offside. Which, is, oh. which we haven't seen that in, 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 in Euro 2020, which has been absolutely fantastic. And it's made for a wonderful tournament. And then I think the standard of, of officiating has been absolutely first class from start to finish. Yes, there's been there has been a a, a couple of uh, games where you could say there's been not indifferent performances, but subjective decisions on on sending offs. Right. And how refreshing has it been that we're not discussing decisions? They they haven't been the standout thing from matches at all. It, it, well, it, it, uh, that's what we want in football. We don't want to be talking about officials, and we haven't done in in this tournament. You know, we we talk about officials week in week out in in the Premier League. But also, what we've got to realise is that, you know, in the Euros, they've got the best referees from each European country. So they've got the cream of the best, and I think that's why we're seeing very very good performances from from officials at Euro 2020. Also, don't forget, you know, we've seen Michael Oliver and Andy Taylor roughly in a totally different way to what we see in the Premier League. And that comes from the leadership and direction of, of their management. Will, will that carry on, Mark? You know, like where the, the referees have been letting a lot of the foul, not fouls, but like where, where players are diving and like you said, there's been a, there's been more tattles going in and they've let them play on. Will, will that carry on into next season, into the Premier League? Yeah, I think I think I think what we saw in the Italy game I thought was embarrassing. You know, especially when we saw the the, the first goal where the, the, I can't remember the player's name who was down in the box and all of a sudden um, yeah. he's, he's got Mobley. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mobley. That's it. Correct. That's it. Reminded me. And you know, he, he's trying. For me, what he's trying to do there, he's trying to win a penalty. Yeah, that's what he's trying to do, in my opinion. And you know, the referee wasn't having none of it. And then all of a sudden, you know, he stays down, he stays down and wants sympathy. And all of a sudden they score a goal and he gets up and starts <laughs> running over. Now, that would have been fantastic if the referee had just gone over and cautioned him. And yes. since, since um, VAR's come into operation, the retrospective action on simulation seems to have gone out the window. It doesn't, right. it doesn't happen anymore. And I think we need to bring that back in, into the game, irrespective where it, wherever it is on the field of play, if, if players are found to be simulating and and deceiving the referee, then there should be retrospective action on a Monday, irrespective of where it is on the field of play, because it is gradually creeping back in again. Up until he got up, though, I did wonder whether part of his tactic there 
was to try and take that decision to VAR. So I think you're, I think you're right. I think he was trying to get a penalty, but I think he thought there had been a little bit of contact, and by staying down, that might encourage the referee to have a look at it. It was only when the goal went in that he then quickly got to his feet. Yeah, well, what we've got to remember in, in that situation, what we've seen throughout um, the Euros, it's been, it's been fantastic because. VAR have not been getting involved in subject death decisions. You know, we saw the penalty for Belgium, which I didn't think was a penalty. But yes, there was there's a slightest of contact. And when you're going at pace and you lose your balance, you do go down. Um, so I, I, I think with that incident there, VAR would never got involved um, because it wasn't a clear and obvious error. Had he given a penalty, I still feel they wouldn't have got involved because it's not a clear and obvious error. It's a subjective decision. And that's, and that's what we want to see in, 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 in the Premier League. Mark, what, what have you felt about the offside rule? Um, first of all, let me ask you this. What, what, what are the linesmen told about putting their flag up? You know, well, because well, I, I feel that it, it, it can be a, it, sooner or later. We might, you know, we, hopefully not, but we might get an injury to a player that's, and he gets that after. You know what I mean? You know, so like, yeah, why, uh, why yeah. don't the linesmen put their flag up straight away now? Is it, is it because they're told not to? Well, it's, it's it's something that annoys me because we, I think we've seen it in in the Premier League on a few occasions where players, from Virgil Van Dijk at uh, you know Everton Liverpool, where he's he's, he's got that serious injury because of the de- delayed flag, and we've seen it in the Premier League in, in other games where the delayed flag and and the players got injured. For me, yeah. in those situations, when he's clearly clearly offside, clearly, yeah. then just put the flag up because, like you say, we are going to see. Serious injuries if we don't put that flag up because you can see players a yard, two yards, three yards offside, and they're keeping the flag down. And, and yeah. for me, the, yeah, listen, that, that's the way they're told to do it. But I think it, we need to re-look, revisit that, and we have to. I think we have to change it. Listen, I can understand in and around the box, you know, when there's really, really tight mm-hmm. off cycles where there's not going to be a, a centre forward bearing down on goal with a goalkeeper rushing out or a defender chasing him back. When it's in the round of box, yes, keep your flag down because there's not that there's not that danger of a possibly a serious. There is yeah. a danger of an injury still, but there's not a it's not a great deal. Well, it's not it's not a great deal of um, it's going to be a serious injury in that in that situation. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I, I I think we need to revisit that 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 um, situation on 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 an assistant referee when and when not to delay the flag. So if you've got yeah, someone that's fifty yards just over the halfway line, clearly offside. Or even yeah. 50, you know, 40 yards from goal, he's two, three yards offside. Put the flag up. I know. Because it's, everyone, it's so everyone frustrating. Can see. It is. Everyone yeah. can see. Yeah. But again, that comes from, you know, um, interpretations. That comes from different, you know, the Premier League or, or UEFA. So whatever competition that, you know, that, that comes from, from, from them to, to, to bring that in. Yeah. And then the other one that I wanted to ask you about is so I've got an idea on the offside rule. You know how, how, especially in the Premier League, we're getting goals disallowed through somebody's big toe being offside. You know, so why can't they go totally the other way? You know, like where they used to give the benefit of the doubt to the striker. Yeah. If it's if there's daylight between the striker and the defender, then that's offside. You know, if there's, do you know what I mean? You know, so yeah, if, yeah, if the striker I- is so far, you know, but if there's daylight, then you're offside. But if there's part of your body level with a the defender, then you're onside. Yeah, I, I, and like, this is coming from a goalkeeper. Well, I know. I, 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 <laughs> I absolutely agree. You know, I think it's not been thought through thoroughly when VAR came into operation. And I, and I think that for me, I think if any part of your body 
is onside, then you're not offside. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's it. That's exactly it. That, yeah. that, but for me, and then give the give the you know the benefit of doubt back to back to the attacker because mm-hmm. once VAR are coming, that was all that was taken away from the benefit of doubt to the attacker. That was taken away. We're seeing like the be- the beauty of the game is scoring goals. As much as I hate and it, absolutely. What, what, do fa- <laughs> what, 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 do, what do what do fans want? To, what do they pay their money for? What do players play for in front of all? You know, I know we have not had exactly, you know, to yeah. see the crowds back and the, and players playing in front of the crowds and going off and celebrating goals. That's what it's all about. It's in it's all about entertainment, and that's what we want. And I hope next season we see a, a you know a, a shift in change with with, with the offside. See, another another bugbear of mine is when they brought in the the t-shirt line. That come yeah. now comes in your armpit and above the t-shirt line comes into the offside. Yeah. You know, make the whole of the arm from the shoulder right down to your fingertips. Exactly. Handball. Handball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And totally then, agree. Then that, that, and that nullifies the t-shirt line when it comes to to look checking offsides. You know, the yeah. armpit or the the, the, the the t-shirt line. Then that nullifies all that, and we we'll see we will see more goals scored. But hopefully, if in the Premier League next season, if they're making the lines a lot thicker. We may see a lot more goals, but as I say, it's, it's, I mean, it's been a busy summer for me, obviously, doing all this because uh, I've been a big, a big uh, a, a, an ambassador role for uh, BetDAC and obviously working with the, uh, doing a lot of interviews with, with them and uh, and being an ambassador and obviously working with Sun Sports. So I've been ever so busy with, with all, all things yeah. uh, Euro 2020, but it's been yeah. great. It's been actually brilliant. So, with the advantage that David was talking about, going, you know, going to the striker, back to the striker. The one bit that I thought entered the ridiculous was when we saw players being flagged up for offside because their elbow or their arm was ahead of... So, like, the line, you can understand it when it's feet. I mean, as much as it pains me, the big toe thing, David, I sort of get that if the line... It, because that is a part of the body you score with, well, yeah. but you can't score with your arm. Well, you, you can. It's above the T-shirt line. Maradona did. Oh no, not that again. That was very different. <laughs> What's the protocol for referees when you're assigned to games? Well, you you have to obviously. I mean, I think it, it got it started getting stricter um, around about 2000, 2000 onwards. Um, I mean, that's when I sort of joined the Premier League. Um, but you have to declare. You have to declare the team that you that you that you support. Do you? Um, and obviously, you don't referee. You can't referee those teams that um, you, you the town, the city you live in. So that's yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But, but yeah. that seems to have been changing. Obviously, we see Anthony Taylor now refereeing regularly in, in Manchester because he, he lives in he lives in Auckland. Yeah. And it's just a couple of miles from United and a couple of miles from City. So that seems to have um, <laughs> gone out the window. That sort of. Uh, yeah, because I just couldn't uh, believe uh, that you actually gave a pen against Arsenal when you, or was it your son or your brother? Is an no, Arsenal brother, fan? That's your brother. <laughs> your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he used to give me stick all the time when I gave decisions against the Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> that, it did worry me when I saw the lineup for referees for the, for the England quarterfinal in Rome against Ukraine because it was all Germans, yeah. but they did a brilliant well, job. Well, it, it was, wasn't it? I mean, and I think that, you know, it, it would have been a few eyebrows, you our, sorry, eyebrows raised when when that appointment was made. But uh, Felix Bryce, you know, showed what a super referee he was. A very experienced referee. The game, absolutely first class. As did um, Bjorn Kuipers in the in the other semi final. I thought they were absolutely top class. And uh, you know, they're perhaps my tips for the for the final because obviously Holland have gone home, Germany have gone home. 
Um, so, listen, I, I think they were absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, I think all the refereeing has been, as I said before, has been it's been top top draw. And I don't think anybody is talking about referees. We're all talking yeah. about football, the wonderful goals we've seen, the, the wonderful semi-finals, the quarter-finals we've seen, the amount of goals we're seeing because of you know they've they've nullified this 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 tight offside line. Not against England, Mark. Not against England. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on. Um, no problem. You know, you know where I am anytime yeah. during the season. So you know where I am. No problem nice whatsoever. Off. So, uh, but come on, let's get that result <laughs> on, on Wednesday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Yeah, all the best. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.